going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Whatever News—the only news source that provides anything and everything anime manga related, and we don't bore you. We get into it. Let's do it. Still moving on, baby. I'ma never forget. Still moving on, baby. I'ma never regret. Still moving on. Still moving on. Okay, people, before we carry on, make sure to hit that subscribe button and that bell. We drop new episodes of Forever News every Saturday, 12 p.m. EST, providing you all the latest and greatest in the world of anime and manga news. So hit them buttons so you can stay up to date. Oh, and one more thing. I got a new single out called Day Ones. It's off my upcoming album, The Rise of Tim Roosevelt. Definitely, if you get a chance, check it out. Link in the description below. It's a pretty awesome song, and it's the intro and outro of all my videos. Okay, first story on the docket. It is here. It is official. We have that half-year Oricon sales rankings for the manga of the year, basically the halfway mark of sales of what are the top manga that have been selling in 2023 thus far, and it is 100% the strangest, or I don't want to say strangest, but the most different list that I've seen. Now, I want to be very clear that this list, it can 100% be vastly different uh, you come the end of this year, November, when they do the final count calculations but as it stands right now we're going to go through it from 10 to 1 the top selling manga of the year and there are some familiar faces in here and then there's some that are going to be like shocking as hell especially the number one i'm still shocked by the number one but let's start it off with at number 10 is king damu with 1,569,434 copies i always give its praise and it's just dues in terms of the fact that kingdom does it because kingdom is good a lot of series out there not even just an anime manga a lot of products a lot of things in general they make sales based off of marketing very clever marketing whatnot like oh the quality you know the marketing is just genius or whatever kingdom never needed it kingdom's anime was hated and hated i think it got better as it went on but you already know similar to a black clover similar to a lot of different series when the beginning is touted as bad ultimately yeah it normally doesn't really go anywhere so kingdom has really been selling non-stop all these years based off of word of mouth and to do 1.5 so far this year i'm imagining if it drops another volume or two it'll probably be a little bit higher than 10 i want to say but again we shall see either way big shouts to kingdom <laughs> all these years later and it's still doing big big thing then at number nine is a newbie to this list i don't believe it's been in the top 10 thus far and it's i'm going to attribute majority of this success in terms of why it's landed into this top 10 selling manga of 2023 thus far uh is due to the, its anime its anime is inescapable in terms of online people talking about it i have yet to jump into it but i think that this is going to be a fascinating marathon to say the least because coming in at number nine is Oshi no Ko with 1,690,722 copies and goddamn you know talk about what an anime what a proper anime adaptation especially nowadays can really do for sales because Oshinoko was not popping like this I remember last year when everybody was talking about the best manga of the year people were kind of trying to throw it in the list and most people were like what is that you know what what, what manga is that I've never even heard of that so to see it at this point at 1.69 astronomical coming in at number eight though is somebody that is not um unused to unfamiliar with being in the top 10 it's definitely a big series nonetheless and i think if it had one more volume it probably would have been a lot higher but 
that's probably par for the course for a lot of series on this list. And that is, of course, My Hero Academia with 1,887,507 copies. Just My Hero still doing his thing, despite the fact that Horikoshi has been very ill lately and has taken a lot of breaks, which I'm imagining has resulted in less volumes being released. But My Hero still doing big things all these years later. It came out, what? 2014 end of 2014 we're in 2023 damn we're going on 10 years of my hero that's probably what Horikoshi's aiming for we'll probably still be here with the series next year now that i think of it but yeah uh 1.8 halfway mark we'll see where it goes um by the end of the year then we got a series that probably won't move up much i'm imagining moving forward because the series is over now and this will probably be the last year that it even attempts to make the top 10 and that is tokyo revengers with 2,622,078 copies, which is a big jump. That's like 800,000 over My Hero. So maybe that extra My Hero volume wouldn't have made much of a difference in terms of surpassing the next spot. But yeah, by this time next year, I'm imagining Tokyo Revengers won't be on this list. It's over now, and yeah, there's no more volumes to put out. But shout out to Tokyo Revengers because it done big things for Kodansha, and especially during the pandemic, it had a massive explosion of popularity. So big ups to Tokyo Revengers. Then coming in at number six, because Tokyo Avengers, yeah, that was number seven. Number six is a series that, <laughs> when that movie drops, we might see a massive boost even further. Spy Family with 2,688,171 copies. Spy Family has broken the mold in terms of what can be popular. It's a shonen series. It's in Shonen Jump Plus, but it's very family oriented, very interesting. It has, you know, one of the main protagonists of the series is a little girl. So it's very interesting that Spy Family has made it this far. And, and to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if by November, Spy Family just completely takes over and becomes number one, depending on how big that movie is because well if the movie comes out in october it might not be i don't know but either way spy family it's still going to be doing big things because yeah it's humongous and it's family friendly and all of that moving forward coming in at number five no stranger to being in the top 10 and i wouldn't be surprised if we drop one or two more volumes we jump right back up to one or two and that is one piece with three million five hundred fifty thousand ninety seven copies i don't gotta say much if you don't know by now about goat piece and oda the goda uh uh, you, you, you're just you, you're sleeping, fam. But yeah, the fact that it's number five is not a big deal because if it dropped one more volume, it would probably be at the very least number two. I'll give you that. I don't want to reveal the whole list just yet, but One Piece doing big things. And I will say that it is shocking some of the next titles up because, well, maybe not the next one per se, but shout outs to One Piece at number five still doing big things. I need, coming in the top 10 for One Piece in general, top 20 this late in the game, coming from what? It came out in the magazine, Shonen Jump in 97, and it's still raking in 3.5 million. No, nothing else needs to be said. Coming in at number four is Jujutsu Kaisen, just barely etching out One Piece. And Jujutsu Kaisen was number one last year with 3,757,215 copies. So it's barely striking out One Piece, but that's still another testament to Jujutsu Kaisen's popularity. And in general, it's really dope to see two incredible manga that I personally read every week in the top 10. But yeah, that's crazy. I'm, I'm very interested that Jujutsu Kaisen you know it was number one for two years in a row and this year it's looking like it might not be the case so 
things change, people. Although, for the most part, I still see One Piece. Like, again, if One Piece dropped one more volume, Jujutsu Kaisen wouldn't even be talking right now. You know what I'm saying? So, let's be very clear about that. But shout-outs to both of them. Awesome manga. Now, we have top three. Top three. Top three. Coming in at number three is a massive shocker. Massive shocker. You didn't see it coming. But a movie sold this manga in this day and age, which is insane to even say. But Slam Dunk by Takahiko Inoue, the author of Slam Dunk, the author of Vagabond as well. Vagabond, a freaking awesome series. But Slam Dunk with 4,199,966 copies. All of that is off a movie. Mind you, Slam Dunk is a very old manga. Not very old, but it's pretty freaking old. It hasn't had anything for a long time. And that movie must have revitalized the franchise immensely. I wouldn't be surprised if we get some sort of Slam Dunk return. If the manga sells is that good, the movie is one of the top selling. I think it's like the ninth highest selling anime film uh, and Japanese film of all time. Something in that ballpark. It's freaking bananas. Big shouts to Slam Dunk. And I'm still shocked to see like Slam Dunk in 2023 is the third best-selling manga in the halfway year what is this you know what i'm saying like it'll probably still be in the top 10 when it's all said and done come november but freaking insane coming in at number two uh which it, it's crazy in and of itself because the anime has been over for quite some time but big shouts to that uh chainsaw man despite the fact that the anime wasn't a massive success in terms of the blu-ray sales and stuff like that chainsaw man's manga has still been raking in the sales with four million four hundred ninety two thousand nine hundred six copies for the manga thus far this year uh coming in at number two which is fantastic for the series again it's very strange because chainsaw man is like i think because of its mature nature there was a limit to how much they can market and where they can market it towards if it was a little bit more family friendly it would be more i i guess accessible to other areas and other demographics but then at the same time if it was more family friendly it wouldn't be the chainsaw man that got a lot of this quote following to begin with so it balances itself out at the end of the day and coming in at number two is just massive big shouts to chainsaw man but coming in at number one wow oh wow i'm still shocked i'm still shook it so to speak because i believe this is the first time that a sports series has and matter of fact now that i think about it, wow there's two sports series on this list that's freaking nuts but a sports series is so far leading the charge with nearly double the amount of sales as second place and that is Blue Roku Blue Lock baby with 8,046,032 copies that is a huge difference from Chainsaw Man's 4.4 million 8 million 8 million uh, a sports series leading the charge that is freaking nuts i honestly feel that even if one piece released uh, another volume let's just say it and it did like a, another two million it still wouldn't put it it would still put it at second place so right now blue lock is the highest selling manga not to mention not to mention the fact that blue lock is a sports series sports series have been historically said that yo people don't want to read sports people don't want you know what i'm saying i want to play them i want to watch them in real life what i want to read about that stuff very big testament to you're wrong on that you're wrong on that because blue lock right now is doing major things i love the anime i had so much fun watching it and it's dope to see two sports series in the top three selling manga so far of the year i'm interested to see where things go by november but Shout outs to Blue Lock. Massive, massive wins. I, I love to see it. And yeah, people, that's been the halfway year mark for Aura 
Khan sales ranking of 2023. That was pretty freaking awesome. And there's a little bit more of an extensive look at the individual highest selling volumes. If you want to take a look, they got 50 of them, 50 through 44. We got 43 through 34, 33 through 25, 24 through 16, 15 through 8. And I guess the top seven selling volumes at number seven is Chainsaw Man volume 13. At number six is My Hero Academia 37. Number five, Tokyo Avengers 31. That's the final volume, right? Uh, number four, Spy Family Volume 11. Number three, Jujutsu Kaisen 22. Number two, wow, Jujutsu Kaisen, two volumes of them is the highest selling volume so far this year uh, 22 and 21 with 1.3 and 1.5. And then One Piece had the highest selling volume, big testament to the GOAT piece, uh, 105 with 1.758 million copies. That's freaking nuts. And shout outs to again every series that is selling right now because majority of these series I've read or I've watched and they're freaking awesome everything on here i'm like okay uh, i like to see it moving forward really cool update now in case you don't know there's this dragon ball project that's been going on for quite some time that i believe every month they release a new drawing as an homage to dragon ball with a popular artist anywhere from masashi kishimoto taite kubo honoring dragon ball and this time around is none other than yuki tabata creator of black clover uh dragon ball volume 40 by yuki tabata this is of course again a part of the dragon ball super gallery project to commemorate the 40th anniversary of the series every month different manga will redesign one of the 42 covers of the series until november 2024 so we still got like a year and a half of these things and i gotta lie tabatas is probably one of my favorite that i've seen in all of these and i could tell that he put his heart and soul into this one because he loves dragon ball and yeah, this freaking looks incredible. This looks awesome. Big, big, big shouts out to Tabata's. I love this. Then again, Tabata has always had some of the most intricate, some of the most interesting, and some of my favorite character designs in Shonen Jump. And this Gotenks picture, it looks really freaking awesome. The shading, the lighting, just in general. I could tell Tabata went in. He was like, yo, I want to leave my mark on this bad boy. This is, not, you know what? I'm going to not even go out on a ledge. I'm just going to be straight up with you. This is my favorite of all of the Dragon Ball galleries thus far. Like when I saw this one, I was like, now that's how you do an homage. Shout outs to Big Tabata. Big Tabata energy. Big ups to you, man. We love you. Moving forward, in case you can't tell, I'm wearing a Spider-Man shirt. Now you're probably like, yo, you're big. Yes, I'm a big Spider-Man fan. I'm very excited. Probably as of the recording of this video, tonight I'm going to go see the uh, Cross the Spider-Verse movie, assuming there's still tickets. I probably should reserve them when I finish filming this. But yeah, aside from that, there's a big announcement that apparently there's going to be a Spider-Man manga thingy-majig. L l let's see exactly what this is because I'm still not all the way into the story. It says here, Shonen Jump Plus app June serialization round update. Spider-Man Octopus Girl Hideyuki Furuhashi and Betten Court. So there's a Spider-Man Octopus Girl. Let's see. There's an image here. Do we got more info? Spider-Man Octopus Girl preview by Hideyuki Furuhashi and Betten Court. The person that did Vigilante. Oh, okay. The person that did the My Hero Vigilante manga. This Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse manga spinoff about Dr. Octopus waking up in the body of a high school girl starts what? Starts on June 20th at Shonen Jump Plus. So so there's a manga and here you see like a black and white image right here there's a manga incoming that's a spinoff to across the spider-verse and it's about doc ock waking up in the body of a high school girl what what sorcery has been <laughs>
Oh, snap. I hope that they bring this and they translate this one alongside everything. I don't think they are because it sounds like something they would want to sell hard copy and not really have online immediately. But I want to read this very badly. This sounds freaking hilarious. And how just in general, I don't know. This is going to be funny as hell. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. And I'm assuming since it's going to be a spinoff of Across the Spider-Verse, it's going to be with Miles Morales. Yeah, that, that's going to be fire to see Miles Morales in a manga. Again, it's assuming they don't just go with classic Peter Parker because again it is across the Spider-Verse with the multiple Spider-Men but why not have Miles Morales if it's indeed a spinoff to his movies you know what I'm saying moving forward uh it was announced I want to say a few weeks ago maybe a month ago now that Shonen Jump had a new app brewing and they were working on something well apparently Shueisha has officially announced Jump Tune a new vertical manga reading service for the Jump brand the platform is scheduled to be fully launched in the future jump tune editorial department has also announced its first award the winner will be rewarded with a guaranteed serialization the contest will be judged by takanori asada jump tune editor-in-chief and results will be revealed in october 2023 so massive opportunity here to get serialized in their new uh, jump tune vertical style magazine and yeah um, i'm not sure if this is open to people outside of japan but they should because there's a lot of talent man i come across a lot of talent and on a side note i did put out that call to action quite some time ago and i'm actually working with talking with a few different people to do some features over here uh either here on forever news or on my main channel forever world i haven't decided yet but yeah i'm still working on that but either way a uh, big opportunity look out for that do your research make sure you check it out see if you can enter because you never know you might be able to get on their new thing and when you're early to some shit they might actually put you, you know, a little bit of a, a boost on your stuff. And to get a little bit more insight into it, it says here, Shueisha launches vertical scrolling manga service Jump Toon in 2024. Shueisha announced that it will debut a new vertical scrolling manga service named Jump Toon in 2024. The company aims to produce hit manga in the vertical manga format, leveraging its industry knowledge and traditional format of manga. And Shueisha also announced a new award called the Jump Tune Award, the winning manga submission. Okay, we got more info here. The winning manga submission will be awarded about $7,000 and a serialization contract for their manga on Jump Tune. Shueisha editor Takanoru Asada, who has handled such manga as Bleach and One Piece. Wow, that's big. Uh, and is also the new head of the Jump Tune editorial department, will serve as judge alongside South Korean webtoon company Red7 CEO Hyung Siak Lee. Shueisha will accept submissions for the award until August 31st and will announce the winner in early October. Production IG launched the Tate Anime, what the hell, the Tate Anime Vertical Anime app in June 2017 and ended its service in May 2018. The app relaunched in June 2018 with the new Anime Beam's name and ended service March 31st earlier this year. The Tate Anime app offered short, about three minute anime that updated on weekdays and each series had 10 episodes. The anime were presented vertically for smartphones. So, so yeah, we'll see what comes from it, but uh, sounds pretty freaking awesome. I'm excited and again get your submissions in if you're an aspiring manga artist moving forward we got a pretty cool update for a manga that i really am fond of and it's a newbie in shonen jump called the ichi no say family's deadly sins apparently that manga has reached 200,000 copies in circulation with two volumes so it's averaging 100,000 sales a volume and it's by Tizen 5 the person that did uh, 
what is it? I, I, Tokepi's uh, Original Sin or Deadly Sin, something along the lines of that. So yeah, this is a, a notable mangaka that has already had success. And I'll tell you right now, I'm very hyped to hear this because from what I read of the manga, I kind of stopped reading after a bit just because I'm going to let it build up a little more because I'm enjoying this so much. But from what I read of the manga, it's really freaking good. So if it keeps on in that quality, and it might not even be that long of a series based on what I read, if it keeps on in that trajectory, this is going to be an incredible manga that is selling very well off rip and i'm very hype about that i think that this manga right now is uh going to be a big deal so look out for it again it's already a big deal to be honest with you Two hundred thousand in circulation with two volumes need i say more that's humongous you might want to check that out it's a pretty dope series i'm being honest then on another side note uh big big news for black clover fans in terms of black clover has reached 19 million copies in circulation worldwide with 35 volumes so almost 20 million probably by the time the series wraps itself up it will wrap itself up with 20 million and i always like to say for people that say like oh only 19 million for starters every manga ain't going to be a demon slayer slash jujutsu kaisen those are anomalies a lot of series be around that ballpark if not a lot lower you go to a lot of the series that a lot of people used to praise back in the days like the beelzebub's madaka box and so on and so forth none of those series even reached this even series like neurorize of the okai clan all of those series that were really hype 10 years ago 15 years ago they weren't on this level of sales so give black clover it's just dues of 19 million worldwide incredible and also that new manga cover looks pretty freaking cool and since we're in the ballpark of black clover news apparently black clover sword of the wizard king teases oster's wizard king moment studio puro might be taking a break from the world of konoha as boruto naruto next generations enjoys its hiatus but the production house has two major projects arriving this summer to start of course ichigo kurosaki and the soul society are set to return in the second part of the bleach styles in your blood war anime this july but also arriving this summer is the first feature length film and probably will be the only one because let's be real this series is about to wrap itself up uh in the black clover franchise sword of the wizard king to hype up the netflix original the writer of the film revealed in a recent interview a moment that asta fans have been dying to see for quite some time black clover sword of the wizard king is the first black clover movie to be released creating an original story that has never found its way to the manga written by johnny onda the scriptwriter is no stranger to the world of asta as he has contributed to the shonen franchise with three light novels in the past in a recent interview onda broke down a scene in which asta might be his closest to achieving his dream of becoming wizard king here's how onda describes the pivotal moment in a recent blurb released in japan the highlight in my opinion is a scene in the middle of the film where asta inspires the despairing members of the magic knights with courage those who were beaten and battered by conrad and the others managed to survive but they were devastated and their hearts were about to break onda continues they were so devastated that their hearts almost broke when seke said let's run away it was in that state of mind that Asta stands up and sends out a message to everyone. We are the one and only magic knights of the Clover Kingdom. Hearing this, everyone regains their courage, stands up and prepares for battle. He rallies up the magic knights and stands up ready to face the enemy. Fans of Black Clover have definitely wanted to see Asta as a wizard king, and this is a rare glimpse of him. So basically him being like a leader and charging people up. So we've kind of seen that in Black Clover to, before, to be honest with you, of him being like the, the rally cry for the second wave of like, come on, get up, we gotta fight back, fight back. So either way, it's still pretty dope. But yeah, I, I thought we was going to hear something a little bit more juicier than that. But shout outs to the writer. And let's not forget that Tabata is the original creator. Okay, I, I don't like how they credited just this owned the dude like Black Clover is Tabata's baby. Like, 
Let, let, let's not get it twisted, all right, fam? Let, relax with that. But shout out to Black Clover Sword of the Winter King. There's also a new trailer that is out as well. And I ain't gonna lie, it looks pretty good. A lot of the shots from the new trailer has Asta looking immaculate. The art and animation looking incredible. And I think the fact that it was delayed from March to June was in order to make sure that it actually looks like a proper movie. Because you cannot have... If they half-assed this movie, I'm gonna be honest with you, then it's a massive disrespect, disservice, and in general, a middle finger to Black Clover fans because this was announced too long ago with very little updates and yeah netflix please make sure that y'all make a good movie please make sure that it is worth the wait because as it stands right now we got less than a month we got as a matter of fact about a little over two weeks or as you're watching this two weeks to get this movie i want it to be great Hopefully it is. Moving forward, I didn't expect this. Apparently, One Piece is anime. Uh, the dub, the English dub, is announcing episode 1000's premiere at Anime Expo. When the hell did the One Piece dub get that close? Because I think One Piece's anime in Japan is at, like, what, episode 1080? We're only 80 episodes behind One Piece. I know that sounds like 80 episodes. Trust me, we was, like, hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds behind. But it says here, it looks like One Piece is getting ready to to make history. While the show carries on with its Wano Country climax in Japan, the anime's dub is moving differently in America. In fact, the show is nearing its 1,000th episode and Anime Expo just confirmed it will be hosting the dub premiere of episode 1,000 with One Piece fans around the country. Get ready to celebrate the historic 1,000th episode of One Piece live and in person. The event shared earlier today in a special announcement. Catch the world premiere of the new English dub for EP 1000 or for EP 1000 on July 7th during Anime Expo featuring giveaways, autograph signings, a live drawing, Q&A with animators, and more. That is a very, very big deal. I'm still shocked. Like, when the hell did Funimation get that close? I mean, they had stopped for quite some time. I think it's a possibility because I have seen a little bit of a resurgence. Like, when I go to my local mall and a lot of the stores, they be having a lot more One Piece merch than they did in the past. So, maybe they're trying again. <laughs> it looks like they don't want to give up on One Piece being a thing in the States. I think the internet has been a large part a major contributing factor to one piece still staying alive it's like it's fans like me and you that talk about one piece and read and watch one piece on a you know weekly basis or whatnot that have been keeping it alive because yeah mainstream conscious wise they're not really and they haven't been you know the biggest one piece fans but the actual fandom has grown so large that yeah that's the only thing that i could reason as to why they've still kept on with the dub all the way up through a thousand episodes hopefully they keep it going it wouldn't be bad to be like yo we're we're three episodes behind with the dub at this point that that'd be fire next up just a small update for another series that has been selling incredibly well we spoke about it on the top selling manga thus far of the year and apparently Oshinoko by Aka Akasaka and Yoko Yari Mengo has reached 9 million copies in circulation with 11 volumes of course again it's on Young Jump and Shonen Jump Plus's app and I'm going to just be honest, that's really, again, a testament to how an anime can really sell something. The anime for Oshinoko has been pivotal in pushing this thing forward. And yeah, the, the proof is in the pudding. 9 million top 10 selling thus far in 2023. Big, big stuff, Oshinoko. Moving forward, this is pretty big news for Spider-Man fans like myself. Apparently, Spider-Man producers are teasing the live-action Miles Morales movie, an animated Spider-Woman film. It's all happening. 
As Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse finally hits theaters this weekend, the producers behind the trilogy have their attention set on the third installment next year's Beyond the Spider-Verse. However, that's not the only web-slinging project that's on their minds. Producer Amy Pascal says a Spider-Woman and live-action Miles Morales movie are in the works. You'll see all of it, she said at the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse premiere in Los Angeles. It's all happening. Producer Avi Arad teased that the moviegoers will see a Spider-Woman movie sooner than you expect. I cannot tell you yet, but it's coming, he said. Pascal has said a fourth Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland and Zendaya is still in the works, but the writer's strike has paused development. Are we going to make another movie? Of course we are, she said. We're in the process, but the writer's strike, nobody is working during the strike. We're all being supporters, and whenever they get themselves together, we'll get started. Sony boss Tom Rothman has much more... KG? K, K, I don't know that word. About the future, he laughed. If I told you, I'd have to kill you. <laughs> Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse sees the return of Shamik Moore as Miles Morales and Hailey Steinfeld as Gwen Stacy. It sure sounds like Steinfeld is up for a standalone Spider-Woman movie. This is like my dream job. Sign me up over and over again, she said about doing voice work. I gotta be comfortable and it's a dream to be in a space that feels so comfortable but also creative and free and just exciting to be a part of. So, it looks like we could be expecting a spider-woman movie and definitely miles morales like to be honest it seems like every sign has been pointing towards the next step in live action spider-man is miles morales although i wouldn't be surprised if they're going to try and do the fourth spider-man movie a crossover with spider-man and introducing miles morales into that film maybe eventually leading to his own standalone thing i mean if you think about it you look at the marvel cinematic universe they're not no stranger to having characters from other different you know stories intertwined with with one another and considering they've done like these crossovers and they just recently had Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield together for the third movie I wouldn't be surprised if it's like okay this is how they're going to introduce Miles Morales and how he's going to take the baton and carry on with the next set of Spider-Man movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that kind of makes sense so I wouldn't be surprised if that's what's actually about to happen it's not going to be like oh we got to wait for the fourth Spider-Man movie and then Miles Morales maybe Miles is going to be in that movie and then hopefully if it does well they'll be like okay Okay, now let's do the Miles Morales live action. And a Spider-Woman movie, I don't think it'd be live action. It'd probably be animated based on the response. Um, that'd be fire too. Whatever it is, more Spider-Man. As long as it's good Spider-Man, I'm here for it. Moving forward, fans of Hiromashima. We spoke about about a couple months ago, I want to say now, that Hiromashima was working on something else. So uh, above and aside from everything else that he's doing from Fairy Tale 100 Years Quest, Eden Zero, the mobile games, the anime, just the the man has a bajillion things that he's doing uh hiromashima is starting a new dark fantasy manga series titled dead rock on july 6 2023 so that new series that he was talking about yeah is actually happening starting in july and i just hope that he could kind of manage it all because hiromashima has had a lot on his plate he has a lot on his plate and yeah starting another series on top of everything else i hope he can get it done although it to be fair feels a little bit like he might be overworking himself just being honest with you like how are you going to be able to pull off doing eden zero which is a weekly serialization fairy tale 100 years quest which i want to say is bi-weekly if i'm not mistaken if not maybe a little less but still nonetheless as he's writing for two major series he's doing video games he's helping out with the anime projects like he's doing a lot 
on top of I'm sure he tries to have some sort of personal life even if it's an hour a week how are you going to do all that and then work on another series like it gets to a point where don't get me wrong ambition is incredible and I'm sure he has a large staff to help him out with this stuff but I just hope he's not overextending himself I mean the fact that for the first time ever Hiromashima is actually saying nah fam I'm busy <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I get it that y'all want to work with me I get it y'all want to do stuff but flat out I'm busy lads it's definitely a testament to Hiromashima is busy but I at the very least want to commend him for trying and hopefully this dead rock manga is good we'll see though it sounds interesting it sounds a little darker than what you expect from a Hiromashima title so it's gonna be interesting to see what he does moving forward fans of Bleach y'all already know the Thousand Year Blood War is incoming this summer and they released a new trailer for the Bleach Thousand Year Blood War anime part 2 and we got a little insight it says here Bleach Thousand Year Blood War Animes Part 2 premieres overseas on July 8th. Biz Media confirmed on Sunday that the second part of the Bleach Thousand Year Blood War anime will premiere in the United States on Hulu. Well, depending on if Hulu and Disney Plus fuse by then. Latin America on Star Plus and in select other countries internationally on Disney Plus on July 8th at 10.30 a.m. EDT. The anime will be available with English, Latin American, Spanish, Brazilian, Portuguese, French, German, and Italian subtitles. The anime will return for its second core quarter of the year and premiere on TV Tokyo and its affiliates as well as other venues in Japan on July 8th at 11 p.m. aka 10 a.m. EDT. And there's new cast members for Liloto, Gerald, Nianzo, and Giselle. So these are characters that are going to be introduced, not characters that are recasted. We have a new visual that came alongside it of... It looks like that's Ichigo. They're spo- They're not holding back. Honestly, this Bleach Thousand and Blood War anime is really for the fans. This is not really to try and get new people in at all. They're just like, the fans want it. So the fans is going to get what they want. So they got Ichigo on one side. And it looks like Uryu on another. And one is like in red and one is in blue. So there's some sort of division there. And based off of the trailer, it still looks great. The art looks great. Animation, it looked great, honestly, to me. A lot of people are saying, oh, it doesn't look fluid. What now? I'm not listening to the naysayers. Bleach fans, it's been over a decade since the series went off air, and fans have been highly anticipating this thing coming around. So, yeah, just enjoy it for what it's worth, and it looks like it's going to be fantastic, and I can't wait. Some of my favorite scenes of the manga is about to be happening in this part of the Thousand Year Blood War, so I'm looking very much so forward to this thing. But yeah, people, Bleach Thousand Year Blood War Part 2 incoming. Moving forward, if you remember, I want to say it was about three or four months back, they were doing a big competition for artists in general that wanted to have their own shinobi drawn by Ikamoto, the artist of Boruto, and just in general be a little bit of part of the Boruto thingy-majig. You know, the Boruto story, so to speak. Well, not the story itself, but you know, just be in the mix of things. Well, apparently Boruto Volume 20 fan-submitted art turned into an actual shinobi by Ikamoto. This is an ongoing thing by Ikamoto to fill the in-between pages with fan-submitted drawings and then redraw them to fit the shinobi world. This might not be that competition, actually, now that I think of it. It might just be Ikamoto is doing this to appease fans, but I'm not going to lie. That looks really dope. That actually looks like... Is that supposed to be Delta? I feel like that looks like a, a 
fusion of like Delta and something else. The original drawing didn't look that great, but Ikamoto, for people always hating on him, he made that look like a bomb drawing. And just in general, it's kind of dope to see something Boruto related. For Boruto fans out there and Naruto fans, hey, I got something for you this time around. I know it's been dry. We only got like little whispers of, hey, Minato's manga's coming. Hey, but there you go. There's a piece of some art that Ikamoto did. I don't think, though, that's the ninja contest now that I'm looking at it. It might actually just be that Ikamoto's filling in pages using fan art to kind of appease the fans. And that's kind of dope considering, you know, he's trying his best to market in a different way of like, yo, draw some shit, submit it, read the magazine, read the manga. Yeah. In other news, this is probably the one political story of the episode. Uh, Apparently, the U.S. is sending more money to the Ukraine. Yeah. The U.S. is announcing an additional $300 million aid package for the Ukraine. Since the war began, the Biden administration has directed more than $75 billion in assistance to the Ukraine. So we're sending $300 more million. And this was announced as of June 1st, I believe. And yeah, I have. I was going to say I have no words for it. But I mean, the proof is in the pudding that this definitely doesn't seem right at the very least. There's like, yo, Flint, Michigan's water is still poison. There's st- people. Right now on Hollywood Boulevard Laying on the sidewalk homeless There's people that are starving in this country There's people that can't pay their bills There's people that are going through all sorts of different things But we're funding the Ukraine And we don't fund our own people We don't help our own people What is this bro Like you know you can say what you want About previous presidents or whatever But at the very least people like trump and i'm not a trump supporter by any means but homie wasn't doing shit like this this is absolutely a slap in the face to to the people that live in the u.s yo how are you sending all of this money to the ukraine but you can't take care of and won't take care of your own people right now like send some of that money to help flint michigan's water or something else like what are you doing dog like This is not right. (laughs) Flat out, this is not right. It's not cool. And it's honestly downright disturbing, to say the least. Like, yo, you want to send money? Great. But make sure you take care of your people over here first. You're the president of the United States not the president of the Ukraine. Moving forward, Shonen Jump and their new endeavors that continue to arise. They apparently are doing something here and it says Shonen Jump and Ribbon are collaborating in the Ribbon X Jump Elementary School Manga Award, a manga contest directed to elementary school children aspiring to become mangaka. The award will be open until March 31st, 2024. A total of 10 mangaka from both editorial departments will be part of the judge Noriko Asaka, Akira Amano, Emi Ishikawa, Kazumata Oguri, Honaka Kinoshita, Minori Kurosaki, Mayu Sakai, Kayu Shirai, Posca Demizu, so they got both the Promised Neverland creators, and Nana Haruta. In particular, I want to bring this story up because it's definitely something to keep note of that I've noticed over the last few months of announcements that Shonen Jump is making attempts to getting towards a younger demographic. Now, y'all know that Shonen Jump uh, has for quite a few years now felt like it's been tailoring towards more of an older demographic with series like Chainsaw Man the complexities of Jujutsu Kaisen One Piece being a long runner at this point over a thousand something chapters it seems like they have been really gearing towards you know older demographics however with some of these latest announcements like that magazine that they put out that is aiming towards elementary school and middle school students now this it could be because again they're trying to find the 
younger market because maybe the older audience is locked in and at the same time how do you expand if you already have that audience the only thing that could happen at that point is a decline they're trying to get the next gen of kids involved and into manga and making sure that it happens via creating stories directly towards them and even getting them involved in stuff like this where little kids can be like oh snap i could be a mangaka so it's definitely something to keep note of and make sure you just watch them closely because you never know what the hell they could be trying to do because yeah there's definitely a concentrated effort at, at the very least targeting children with a lot of the stuff that shonen jump has been doing recently but i think this in particular is okay it's like hey giving kids an opportunity to you know uh, aspire to be something great like a mangaka and uh, we'll see what comes from it although i wish i could talk because i'd go in there and quickly say yo if you want to be a mangaka that's great but let me tell you about oda's life and how he sleeps about three four hours a day and how he has no social life or no life period like i, I would love to tell them that part so that they know what they're getting themselves into if they want to start at i don't know fourth or fifth grade like drawing and becoming a manga artist know that it's a living hell but you'll love what you're doing while you're in that living hell we got another spider-man story for you here's how character switching in spider-man 2 will work because apparently you're going to be able to switch between miles morales and peter parker in the upcoming spider-man 2 game last week insomniac games showed off spider-man 2's seamless transitions between peter parker and fellow web slinger miles morales these moments in the sequel gameplay reveal were impressive invoking memories of similar fluidity from insomniac's fellow ps5 exclusive ratchet and clank rift apart but i still had questions can we only switch characters at certain story points or will we be able to switch between them freely it turns out the answer is a little bit of both when you play in the main story we control when you switch between peter and miles it's done in service to the story when we're making those switches for sure spider-man 2's creative director brian intihar told Eurogamer in an exclusive interview so as you saw on that gameplay reveal which is a segment of the main story we are predetermining those based on what we want to do for how the story plays out when you are in spider-man 2's new york open world however it's different we have content designed around peter we have content designed around miles and we have content where you could play either you'll be able to in the open world freely switch between them in a simple button press this is thanks to the power of the ps5 being able to switch in the open world so quickly between the two characters is really really awesome just being able to pick and choose who i want to play as for a certain activity it's been so awesome to have that feature it's something we probably wouldn't have explored previously additionally this character switching will all tie in with spider-man 2's three skilled trees one for peter one for miles and one that is shared we want to make sure that when you switch between the heroes there's a sense of familiarity they're both spider-man you know how to play the game but you still have that flexibility and that customization for upgrading each of them with their skill trees spider-man 2's game director ryan smith elaborated we saw in the gameplay reveal where miles has evolved venom powers whereas peter has the symbiote abilities and so those those change a bit of how you play and you can upgrade those in their respective trees as well i asked if there will be a chance to perhaps switch to other characters such as reporter and peter's girlfriend mj but i was quickly told i needed to keep the focus on last week's gameplay ah well i tried yeah basically they were like yo you get what you get stop asking any more questions fam and to be honest with you i ain't that mad at it i I can't freaking wait to play this game it sounds hype okay people let's take a look at the shonen jump author comments no weekly shonen magazine author comments again and it's not due to them not being available it's more so nobody's translating them but 
Here's Shonen Jump. We got Yuto Suzuki from Sakamoto Days. I'm hooked on kiwis right now. You can eat them whole after you peel them, and they're totally delicious. Highly recommended. We got Blue Box Koji Miura. My editors was also in Nagano. I haven't left the city in two years. That sounds sad. Uh, we got Fabricant 100, Daisuke, and Oshima. Volume 2 is now on sale in Japan. If you don't have Volume 1 yet, you can get them both. Mission Yozakura Family Hitsuji Gondaira. Doing a bizarre dance to Yobi Komi Kun mini music is my morning exercise. Po, po, po. What? what? <laughs> uh, Jujutsu Kaisen's Gage Akutami. A salesperson told me, hey, glasses guy, we got a great deal for you. Glasses guy? Really? You don't know the... Well, then again, he's never shown his face or they've never shown his face. Like, eh. Uh, we got Do Retry, Jun Kirarazaka. That's one of the new manga and Jump. How was Golden Week for everyone? I went cycling and ate a ton of food. So now I have pain in my muscles and stomach. That's not good. We got uh, Kento Shinoharo from Witch Watch. It's scary how if you turn a Rubik's Cube just like the manual tells you, you'll get all sides to match pretty quickly. Okay. Uh, Kill Bill, Tanatoshi Fujimaki, aka author of Kurokono Basket. The feeling of deliciousness and guilt from eating this margarine butter rollout of the microwave is amazing. Okay. <laughs> uh, Nui's Exorcist, Kota Kawe. I'm watching Scryad since my editor recommended it. Minori san. Scryad is a pretty good anime, I've been told. Uh, we got Akane Banashi's Takamasa Moe. I went to my friend's wedding and saw some of my classmates from middle school and high school. Congratulations on your wedding Sato-kun I don't think I've ever been to a wedding that's crazy <laughs> uh, we got Undead Unlucks Yoshifumi Tezuka I was stressed over losing the pen I've been using for three years I went through my trash in the middle of the night and found it Whew, that was close uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Tenmaka or Tenmaku Cinema Shun Saeki Sanctuary on Netflix was amazing what a cast are they talking about like the Saint Seiya Sanctuary or it's just a movie called Sanctuary we got Martial Magic and Muscles is Hajime Komodo my voice is really low and i can't sing at all but it looks so fun so i want to become a better singer okay why not the elusive samurai yusei matsui i brought one roll of ultra luxurious toilet paper that costs a thousand yen the pattern on the paper is too busy and i can't see my product <laughs> uh me and roboko shuhei miyazaki i enjoyed fishing and sushi and sauna at fukushima totori shimane and hiroshima during golden week cool beans the Ichinose family's deadly sins by Tizen 5 let me guess at some point he's going to recommend you read or tell you please read the latest chapter volume 2 is set to come out in Japan on 6-2 oh so it's double the promo it'll have extras in it so please check it out okay so no promo on the latest chapter he's just saying yo check out the latest volume and considering the fact that volume 2 there's two volumes out and it's already at what over 200k in circulation like it's it's a hit it's already a hit oh we got Yuki Tabata from Black Clover I've caught the most colds in my life in the last couple years I'm embarrassed by my own weakness homie <laughs> uh, the world has been catching a lot of colds so it's it's not just you fam you're good Tabata we, you got this. Stay strong. Surpass your limits. Uh, Cypher Academy's Yuji Iwasaki. The Japanese Derby will be over by the time this is printed. My wallet should be packed with winnings right about now. Okie dokie then. And that's the Weekly Shonen Jump off the comments again. No Weekly Shonen Magazine the last couple weeks. I don't know what's going on with the translators. Come on. Translate that shit. Stop being scared. And so we will close this bad boy out with the top 50 best-selling manga of the week. Courtesy of Jose underscore Ke. We'll start things off with 50 through 41. We have, let's see here. Well, at number 50, we got uh, a 
giant pair of no, <laughs> a destro 16 volume 3 with 9.1 K in three days okay I've never heard of that series but why not uh, scrolling up we got Jujutsu Kaisen volume 22 still on the charts with 10.5 this week 1.3 million total it's crazy that thing came out in March and we're heading into Ju- or well we're in June now but that that's madness uh blue locks latest volume or one of its latest volume volume 23 with 10.9 this week bringing its total to 445,000. it probably won't hit half a mil before leaving the top 50 unfortunately but still shout outs to blue lock uh we got blue box volume 10 i ain't gonna lie that was a massive steep steep drop for blue box how it debut at number one with like 60k week two it was out of the top 10 and week three it's damn near out of the top 50 what's up with that uh 11.1k this week for a total of 100 101,000 uh, sales. Shout outs to Blue Box, but the sales is weird for this one. Uh, we got at number 41, Chainsaw Man, Volume 14. Still on the charts all the way from April with 11.5K this week, bringing its total to 479,000 copies. Big, big wins for Toski Fujimoto. We got places 40 through 31. Let's see here. Why does that look like Kingdom at number 39? Nobunaga o Koroshita Otoko Nichirin no Demarsasion. Okay, with 12.1 in four days. Super looks like Kingdom. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Kingdom, at number 37, Kingdom Volume 68 with 14.8 this week. Uh, bringing his total to 517. Kingdom always doing what Kingdom does. Uh, moving forward, at number 35, that kind of reminds me of Code Geass. I don't know, lately I've been seeing Code Geass everywhere. I feel like we're in store for a Code Geass revival yet again. Uh, we got at number 32, Bake Monogatari's final volume, limited edition, 17.1k in five days. So I'm imagining the actual uh, volume is doing a lot. Uh, Shangri-La Frontier limited edition. Oh, two limited editions back to back with 17.5k in five days. That cover is interesting. Definitely an interesting one. Uh, then we got places 30 through 21 at number 29. Chojin X Volume 6 in three days, 20.3. Definitely not blowing up uh, like what Tokyo Ghoul did, to be fair. I don't know what sales were like for Tokyo Ghoul prior to the anime, so it could have been like this, but coming from Tokyo Ghoul sales, I'm imagining Suishida's like, damn, maybe I shouldn't have ended it because I'm sure his pockets is hurting hopping into Chojin X, but it is what it is in that volume cover. Why does that look like one of the, I don't know, the presidents from like George Washington's era or some shit? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, let's see here. We got... Oshinoko volume 10 at number 25 uh with 23.1k this week total 263 that volume came out in january jeez oh we got a lot of Oshinoko. okay so the explosion hasn't ended volume 8 volume 9 both doing 23 and 24,000 a piece uh, we got Spy Family Volume 11 in 27 days, 1.17 million with 24.3k this week. Spy Family doing what Spy Family does best, and that shit sells. Uh, then places 20 through 11, I see a whole bunch of Oshinoko off rip. Uh, at number 20, Oshinoko Volume 7, 24.9. At number 18, Oshinoko Volume 11, 26k. At number 17, Oshinoko Volume 6, 27k. 373,000 total. God damn, Oshinoko Volume 3, number 5, 28 and 29K. Oh my god. Most of this is Oshinoko. Volume 2, Volume 4, Volume 1. All of them doing anywhere from about 20 to about 33,000 
copies. Jeez Louise. Shout out to Oshinoko. I get why it's doing incredible numbers all around. Uh, and then at number 11, Nichijo Lock. Oh, so there's a new Nichijo? Is Nichijo Lock or is that a whole different series? Uh, volume 5 with 33k this week, bringing his total in 7 days to 38,000 copies. Cool beans. Then we got top 10, top 10, top 10, top 10. Coming in at number 10, Bakemonogatari, the actual final volume. 35.7k in 5 days. Okay, so you add that with the other one. I thought it was going to be a lot more, to be honest with you. Uh, let's see here. We got the actual volume for Shangri-La Frontier. Uh, volume 13, 5 days, 41.5. That did pretty decent. Okay, okay. Uh, Katsuki no Yona. I know there's a big fandom for that. Volume 41 and 3 days, 48.6. Is it just me or has, does it feel like lately manga isn't selling like it was even a few years ago? It feels like manga sales like in the top 10 you barely get series that got that, that sell over 100k it's strange tokyo revengers letter from keisuke baji volume three in five days 63k so that's still doing numbers uh, i wonder if that accumulates and that adds towards tokyo revengers as a whole or because it's a separate ip it doesn't uh tensei shitara slime dot daken in 13 days 341k with 72.8 this week all right at number two diamond no ace aka ace of diamond act two the last volume in five days it did 76.5 i'm curious how that author is doing because he left because he couldn't take it no more his mental health was deteriorating i hope homie as well and coming in at number one is blue lock with its latest volume in five days doing 201,000 copies volume 24 cover looks dope and in general blue lock is uh taking the world by storm right now shout outs to blue lock big 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 wins for our guy muneyuki kanashiro and yusuke nomura yeah yeah people that's all we have for this episode i'm for world and as always people have an awesome day and remember the golden rule anime and manga for life boy have an awesome day peace and you guys just watched another episode of whatever have an awesome day. Subscribe and hit that bell to get more. Oh, and check out my single, Day Ones, off the upcoming album, Rise of Tim Roosevelt. It's coming. Check it out. Yeah! Yes, it's busy for my Day Ones. Gotta be clear. Still moving on, baby, but I wish you was here. Still moving on, baby, but I gotta get there. Still moving on, baby, I'ma never forget. Still moving on, maybe I'ma never regret. Still moving on, still moving on. This is for my Day Ones. This is for my Day Ones. This is for my Day Ones.